guys, good morning. I'm back, I'm back from Austin. Um, but I'm also back in other ways. And I just wanna say, um, start the top of the show with a huge, a huge thank you to um, all the people who have written to me over the past couple weeks. And I got to meet so many of you in Austin this weekend and it just really, it really made a difference. It really, you guys are my heart and I love you so much. And it just, it means a lot to me all of those detailed messages. Some of them were so detailed. I was like, you guys should be therapists. Like you're incredibly smart and intuitive and incredible and amazing. And being kind is, um, is free. And um, I just, I wanted to say a big thank you. And oh my God, my Austin followers, the most fun people. We had the best time. I was with Camilla for the I Heart Country um, radio uh, show, which is basically like a, it's like a variety show of all these amazing country music stars. And it's really cool because they, they do like their top three songs or like their most favorite song. And then like two of their new ones, it just really keeps it moving. So it's kind of like a festival on steroids because it's, you just get to see so many amazing artists in one space. Um, and I have Camilla on the pod today and we just had so many interesting conversations so we're gonna go through them all um camilla and i have known each other for like 12 years now because we went to college together we have very similar backgrounds we both grew up in london but you know kind of half american half british and now she lives back in back in london and what i think is so cool well two things so firstly um, you know, in our ongoing conversation about how friendships ebb and flow, um, and, and letting go of control of that, you know, we were, we were close in college. We were friendly. We would do, we would walk every day. That was what initially bonded us. We were, we lived in the same sorority house, but we really loved to walk. So we would go on these like hour long walks every day. Um, but like, we weren't that close. And then, we lived in San Francisco together again, close, but not super close. It was honestly in the pandemic that really brought us together. And I think it was just because we were both in the same phase of life. We were both single. We were both really scared and lonely and don't like being alone. And, um, and we just started like FaceTiming and texting a lot and really, really bonded. She's also one of my favorite people to travel with. We've gone on so many fun trips together. Um, and you know, what I also think about is cool about what I also think is cool about Camilla is that she's very motivated to, to go on adventures. Like she moved to Spain, like by herself, like not knowing anybody, she's done a lot of cool, different jobs and she just keeps advancing herself in the, in the coolest way. And, and, and with such like grace and has a lot of fun doing it. So without further ado, I feel like I'm on a talk show and I'm just rolling out this, my celeb guest, but she's here. Hi, Camilla. Hi, that was quite the intro. I am blushing over here, but I'm very excited to be here. I'm so glad. So we've been, we've been together for three days. We haven't killed each other, but you know, the thing is with friends, like you do have things that annoy you about each other. And like, you do have differences, like me getting up at so early and you liking to sleep in, although you've been very good about getting up. I've, I've really been trying this morning, guys. I was like, okay, well, we, we usually record the podcast at like 7am and I really want you to be on it. We have all this shit to talk about. And she was like, what about nine? And I was like, no, that's not, no. And she was like, okay, then I have to get up at six and I need, so I need time to wake up. And I think that's like, 
you know, I was joking about it this weekend that there's always one friend who gets up early and one friend who sleeps in. But I also think that there's always one friend who takes a long time to get ready. And then there's one friend who's like, I'm ready to go. And I think that's, that's also true. That's your superpower. You do everything quickly and I do everything slowly. Yeah, I, I rush and I, you know, that's, well, it's a double-edged sword. Anyway, I want to get into it because we had so many good conversations. The first thing that I just wanted to touch on is we talked this weekend about two apps that are no longer in service around whatever. And one of them I wish was back. And the other one, I can't believe it was ever made. Okay. So the first one is grouper. And if you're a millennial, maybe you remember this, but when, when we were like just out of college, they had this app called grouper and it was a dating app. And the reason that we thought about it is because we were, we landed in Austin and we kind of like neither of us is like actively dating. I don't want to say more, but like, you know, we didn't want to go on like a date. We we weren't going to like swipe on hinge or whatever, but we were both in the mood to just be around fun guys who are like our age, just to have a good time. You know, when you just want to be around like male energy, like dick around, like have, have drinks, whatever, but not like a date. Um, and so this app grouper was around when we were living in San Francisco. I don't know if it was nationwide, but basically you would, you would go on a triple date. So there would be three guys and three girls and you could like match. I don't know how they even did it. I, it, well, it was all done manually. That was the problem. That's why the app didn't have that much longevity, but it was a great concept because it's like one really fun group of guys, one really fun group of girls, you send them out and hope that they have a good time. Yeah. And they like, they pick and they picked the spot, I think. Yeah. And I think that your first drink was on grouper. It was. Which is kind of genius. And I wish that they had worked that out because it's so sometimes you just really want to be in a group of people your age. And I think that that can be really hard to facilitate like on the fly. You know, if you're, if it's like Friday night and you're just like with a couple of girlfriends and you're like, I just want to go like talk to guys, but not like go out and procure them at a bar, which is like a fucking hassle. You just want to like go dick around and talk about it. And it was just perfect for the time when we were living there. I, I don't know. I went on a couple. I went on, I'd say probably like seven. We went, on one. we went on one. We went on yeah. one. It was super fun. We ended up staying friends with those guys for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it's just always fun to like know more people in your city. And and it's just a fun time. So if they could logistically figure that out again. Well, the technology has come a lot further. So maybe put some AI in there yeah. and they can yeah. make just, it happen. Just to be like, let's go get drinks as a group. And it's not even it's not even to form a romantic relationship. Like I would, I wonder if anybody actually got a boyfriend or girlfriend from a grouper date, but I, I had some very, very fun nights there. So anyway, one of the dating apps should just build that in and, and do an add on. It doesn't have to be three either, but three is kind of a nice number. Cause then you're a group of six and like, mm-hmm. you know, there's always one dud boring person. And then <laughs> <laughs> the other people can help it float, whatever. But if um, we have been Austin and we've been able to toggle to like a group. Pizza, yeah, that I would have great. totally done it because I also think that that's a great way to like get to know a city is to meet the people your age. And that's exactly what I was in the mood for. Like definitely not a date. We're not both not whatever. Anyway, but just to go vibe. Exactly. So that's the first one. Okay. The second app, you guys, we remember that this is in college. Camilla remembered the name. So wild. So wild. Okay. When we were in college, there was this app called Lulu. 
And basically it was like reviews for guys. I can't believe that they ever got funding. And I remember we, you know, it was in the time where funding was like everybody's fucking kryptonite horny word. Like, oh, I got funding. I got funding. Like, you know, we were going to school in Silicon Valley and it was like, that was just, we, we thought anybody who had funding for their company was cool. Turns out a lot of those companies, not so smart. Anyway, this app was called Lulu and (laughs) I, I don't know if the guys would have to apply to be on it or they would make a profile. I, I think they were just opted in. I don't think they had any say. They didn't have the any thing. say. I think it probably connected to our Facebook or whatever. And it was all the guys and girls would leave them reviews. Like they would leave them reviews if they had hooked up with them or dated them or whatever. And we look, we, we looked up the old interface last night and it was like so chuggy and so millennial. It was like, instead of writing a review, you would add hashtags and it would be like, hashtag like big feet, like hashtag good in the kitchen, like hashtag mama's boy. And then they would have a rating, you guys. They would, the guy would have like an aggregate. Did I use that word right? Yeah, yeah. Aggregate, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> aggregate um, rating, like 7.9 or whatever. And we were like, how the fuck did these people ever think that was gonna work? Because when would you date a guy and then willingly go on and give him like a stunning review? Like only the only circumstance I can think of is like, if you went on a couple dates with a guy and you realized like he was fantastic, but just not for you. But how often do girls actually do that? Exactly. I mean, the whole thing was wild. It was really wild. And the fact that you actually couldn't write anything yourself mm-hmm. all you could do was choose from a list of pre-existing hashtags that was like hashtag he pays or yeah. hashtag going places <laughs> which is just like oh my god and and it's crazy because it's honestly like it's human yelp basically which is like kind of awful so messed up but it did have the guys in our campus on a choke in a chokehold for a while because they were like what's my lulu rating what's my lulu rating like the problem is i hate to go there but like the problem why that would, well, there's a million problems why it's fucked up and weird, but also girls have scarcity mindset. So like, there's a very small set of circumstances where a girl would be like, I love him. He's not for me. I want the best for him. Um, and that type of guy would never usually have, have a problem getting a date anyway, but it's like, I don't know. It's just so complicated. It just became largely a place for girls to like tear guys down for little things, which is not something we need to encourage. Totally. And also I remember that it was I like every time there was a new review, it like, if I, I remember I had a crush on a guy and like, he got a new review where it was like, oh, I hooked up with him. And then it made me crazy. Cause I was like, well, is this current? Like, did that just happen? Like, who's he hooking up with anyway? Absolutely wild app. Um, that we were talking about <laughs> the ideas that got road tested back in 2013. Truly, truly. Um, okay. So blast from the past on those. Now I want to talk about, so we went to Ludi's on Saturday night. I took you to Ludi's, which is how, how good was it? It was arguably the best meal that I've had. It was so, so good. So good. If you guys are in Austin, you have to go. It's phenomenal. And we, we started talking about, um, our lives and you know, we're both, okay. Well, this is what we were saying. So we have a friend, a guy friend, he's our age. He's went to school with us. We would say like, overall, like 30,000 feet, he has the same stats as us, right? Yeah. We're like the same hotness. If, if you put us on paper and yeah. you hit our genders, yeah. you would say that these people were roughly the same. 
Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. And, and we were thinking about, we were talking like, wow, he's such a catch now. We were saying that. And then we were saying like, well, do you think that people think that about us? Or do you think that because we're women and we have the same age as him, they're like, Ooh, Ooh. And it is sadly the latter. I think it's like, you know, people look at, once you attach a gender to those two profiles, people look at us and they say, there's gotta be something wrong here. Yeah. Like how have they gotten to this point? Yeah. You know, whereas with the guy, it's like, oh, he's, that's such a cool scarce resource. Like how exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so fucked up. And we were, you know, then we went on to start drinking more and start talking <laughs> about our lives. And like, you know, I was saying before, I, I really admire you. Like, I think that you have a great life and like, we often talk about how grateful we are for our lives and like, you know, the cool things that we've been able to do and how now we feel more ourselves than ever. So it's like, why, why is there still that Delta between men and women at our age? I, I just feel like, I feel a bit of shame for feeling proud of my life. Yes. And that is something that is kind of messed up. Like, I think people sometimes look at women like us and say, oh, there's got to be something missing. Like, oh, the happiness that I see from them can't be a hundred percent real. Yeah. And the thing is, I am super happy in my life. Mm-hmm. I think like on, on the whole, like we're both happy mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of things that I'm proud of and I have so much freedom. Like you mentioned, I moved to Spain, like for the past six months, I was in and out of Spain, just living there by myself, just making new friends, bouncing around because I have the freedom to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really cool. And it does make me happy. You hit the nail on the head with the, the shame thing though, because I think it is very difficult for a woman to say, I love my life when she's not attached and when she doesn't have kids because, and you know, who's judging her? I'm going to be honest with you. Other women. Yeah. Always. Um, I think it's very difficult because it's like, well, what, you know, don't you want someone? And it's like, yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. But what am I going to do in the meantime until I find my perfect person, like lay down in the street and roll over and die? Like, what am I supposed to do? Shouldn't we be happy when women can make themselves happy first? And again, I want to be super clear. I'm excited to find a partner. I'm excited to have a family. But until then, shouldn't I be grateful and enjoy it? But it's exactly like you said it. You said, you said, do I sound bitter? Like when, when, and it's crazy, it's crazy to even put that over there, but it's true. Like I all often have that where I'm like, wow, I I'm like, so I'm really lucky to have amazing friends and a job that I love for the most part. And, um, you know, I I don't know. And I would even go one step further than that and say, I'm also excited to find a partner whenever that right person comes along but I don't spend every day waiting for that to happen. Like I'm busy living my life and enjoying my life. And while I'm looking forward to that moment, I actually am enjoying the ride along the way. Totally. Because it's like, that's life too, right? It's like what I always say to my followers about, imagine if a year from now you had everything you ever wanted, how would you act today? You would relax. You would act grateful and happy and enjoy it, which is so important. But see, I'm going to get really granular. I really want to go there. We sound defensive mm-hmm. or, or I'm so brainwashed that I think we sound defensive. I, I've always been uncomfortable having this conversation yeah. actually, because yeah. it makes me nervous of like what people are going to think of me having the audacity to say these things. Out totally. Loud. Which is insane, which is insane. So, like 
on so many levels. And I think about it so much with like um, people writing to me being like, you make me not afraid to be 30. And I'm like, what have we done to make women be afraid to be fucking 30? Like, that's so scary to me. And it, you know, it's not that complicated. It's like, yeah, I want to find a partner. I'm really excited for that day. I am putting out the vibes, but until then I'm going to have fun Mm -hmm. and I'm going to enjoy my life and be grateful for it. So and and another quick plug for being 30, I have a bit more money now and I know myself a bit better and I'm making better choices than I was making in my twenties in terms of how I spend my time, who I spend it with, how I spend my resources. And that feels really good. You get so, you get so granular with like what you want and you're, you're able to do it. As you say, it's like, it's crazy. And, and it's just, it's difficult because I feel like the more successful a woman is when she's single, it's like the more people view her as like closed off or cold or like too Mm self-sufficient. And it's like, you can be super like an amazing partner and an amazing, like feminine and all this stuff and still be successful. And I wonder if there's something that, because I think neither of us put across a vibe as like, we need a partner to complete our lives. And sometimes I think that actually that's a trait that is attractive to men. I do think about that sometimes. And I wonder if, yeah, I I don't really know where I'm going with this, but that's something that I think about a little bit. Right. Because you're like, it's confusing. You, you know, you reach a certain point of like your late twenties, early thirties. And you're like, well, fuck, like, should I act like one of those people who's like, I'm freaking out. I need to get married. And that's what society expects of Mm -hmm, you. They mm -hmm. expect you to be projecting that desperation. You're actually right. Like it's actually more comfortable for, for people to have us be like, Oh my God, I'm freaking out. than for us to be like, I'm really excited for that day, but I'm fine until then. You're so right. That is, that's actually crazy. Like, I I think it would actually make people more comfortable if every wedding we arrived to, we had like a mental breakdown and we're sobbing. Okay. So then we went on to talk about something that's really interesting. So I get a lot of questions about why I'm jealous of my friends who are married, whatever, whatever. We started talking about like, who would you switch with? Now, this is a crazy conversation. So I, I think with the whole jealousy thing, and I actually, I don't struggle with jealousy that much. And I always told my followers that um, I don't know why it just, it doesn't, whatever. Well, I can bring a different perspective. Cause I sometimes do. You do. Okay. So that's very self-aware and good, but Michael Bostick, when I was on the skinny confidential podcast, I can't remember what we, we were talking about, but he said, the thing that you have to remind people when they are feeling jealous is you can't cherry pick things to be jealous of. You have to say, would I switch right. lives with this person? 110%. So it's like, okay, for my followers out there who write to me and say, you know, I've got to go to my friend's wedding and I'm jealous of her. My friend, you know, just bought a house and I'm jealous of her. Like she's having her second kid. Like I want to have a baby. Like you have to think like, would you, would you switch 100% with a direct that? swap, a direct swap? That means everything. So it's like, if you're jealous of your friend who's getting married, like, would you also have her job and her family and her, like literally everything. And that is such a practical and useful tip. And like, I just think it's the most useful tip. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because they have what they have in their lives because of that whole package. Yeah, They have made space for that partner or that vacation or whatever it is by arranging the rest of their lives around that thing. So for you to say, I'm jealous or envious of one particular part of that person's life, 
actually, it doesn't work like that. Like yeah. that, that's my reality check. Every time I feel that bubbling up Such inside of me check. Yeah. is I'm, I'm just like, okay, cool. But what else comes with that package? Yeah. And would I trade that? And the truth is I haven't come up with anyone so far. Yeah. Which again, sounds like, you know, women we're, we're just, sometimes I just feel so sad for women because I feel like the language we use is so loaded. And so it's like, even saying the words, I, there's no one who I would swap with sounds like defensive, or it sounds like I'm too like obsessed with my own life. But the truth is it's because of gratitude, at least for, I think both of us, a hundred percent. And it's also like designing your life to be what you want it to be. And it's like, again, there's some things that we don't have control over, but if you take all the variables in your life and you make them as good as they can be, then the rest of the stuff will come. And I think also the other thing to bear in mind is nobody's life is perfect. We are not sitting here and saying that we have perfect lives. I don't think any of our married friends would say that they have perfect lives, but you just have to learn to take the good with the bad in your own life. Yeah. And that's where gratitude comes into play. Completely. Yeah. I mean, it's like the comparison thing as well, but I just think with women, it's just gets so fucking comparative in late twenties, early thirties. It becomes like, like a direct race. And it's like, the more my life has gone in one direction, the more I've actually felt like, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't even go down that road, like at all. It just seems like we're told to aspire to specific things. And so we do like, we internalize that a lot. And, And, but we put an outsized weight on some of those things than we do on other things. And that's something else that we were chatting about is like how we celebrate things. Right. Oh yeah, we were. Okay. This is good. Yeah. You were saying, well, I was just saying, I think it's really interesting that we outsizedly celebrate things that actually largely happen due to luck. So when you meet the right partner or you get engaged or whatever it is, don't get me wrong. I'm so happy for my friends when that happens to them, but it's the messaging. It's, it's the, it's the messaging that to women that like, these are the only things worth celebrating. And again, like, I know a lot of you are probably thinking about that sex in the city episode, which is so cringy where she like has her own registry and I'm not going in that direction. I think what we're both pointing out is just that, like, from the day that women are born, it's like the times we're going to celebrate you are when you get a diamond from a man. And when you get married, those are the big or days. have a baby or have a baby, That's which, big. which, and you know, and they're all incredible, incredible moments. But it's like, if you're told that, if you're conditioned that from your, for your whole life, it's no fucking wonder why people are writing to me saying I'm fucking freaking out. Cause I'm 30 and single. Like it's not rocket science. It's right. because we've been, condi- we've been told. And then think about it on the other side. When's the last time you threw your friends a party because they got promoted or they got a new yeah. job or they did something that they actually or put a got lot out of, of a toxic relationship, which took them fucking a year to get out of, or, yes. you know, moved into their own apartment for the first time without roommates or a million of those things. And it feels again, I'm going to go there. I think it's because it feels so like, yeah, girl, boss, queen, like whatever. But the truth is those are fucking difficult, hard moments. And you had to put a lot of effort into making that happen. Yeah. And like you said, the things that we celebrate, like getting engaged or getting married are like, of course, dating is a numbers game and finding the person like you have to put yourself out there. But like a good amount of it is just timing and luck. A good mm-hmm. amount of it is just sheer luck and being in the same place at the same time as, the, as one of your soulmates. Because I believe we have multiple soulmates in the world. So it's like, 
we're basically just being like, all right, look, these are the most important moments of your life. And like, you can only, you can only put in like 30% effort and 70% effort is luck. Like good luck to you. And isn't the fact like what you said about like girl boss, yes, queen, like all that stuff, like, isn't the fact that that like celebrating women's success has a negative connotation. Isn't that kind of fucked up in itself? It's extremely disturbing. How did that happen? It's extremely disturbing because let's go there. Let's go through the motions. Like say, say that like I got a promotion at my, whatever my job, like imagine if I was like, I'm going to throw a party to celebrate. Let's just hold hands. And you have to buy me gifts. And you have to buy me hands. Let's just say that everybody would bitch about me behind my back and be like, what the fuck? That's so whack. You're so obsessed with yourself. Like you're so vain. You're so this or that. Like women cannot celebrate their own success. It goes back to full circle to the beginning of our conversation. Like everything we say sounds defensive or it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's crazy to think about. That's why like even having this conversation so so openly is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Because we're programmed to like not talk about these things. Even just like like a guy my age saying, I love my life. No one would bat an eye. If I said, I love my life, half the people who heard that would be like, oh my God, up herself, vain. Right. And I even think about it in the way that people view male and female influencers. I think about it in the, I, I think about it all the fucking time. Male influencers, like they start making money. They start buying themselves thing. There's no men in the comments being like, um, where did you get that watch? What did you really buy that for yourself? When it's a woman, it's like, oh, everybody's got something to say. Yeah, and 100%. It's, it's difficult. It's like it's really difficult. I think about this like all the time. What can we like? I wonder what we should be doing to try to slowly because the thing is, it is like women sort of created this problem. We perpetuate the problem. I do think there's like a role of men in it, but the truth is this is largely a women on women problem. I think we have to fix the problem within, within our, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I think about being 31 and being, um, you know, loving my job and loving my life and having fun. And I think about just leading by example. Yeah. And I, you know, sometimes people write to me and they say like the fact, just like the fact that you're happy alone, like is really helpful for me. So it's a very small thing, but that's, what I'm trying to do. And also really, really within my friend group, like when something good does happen to someone else, whether it's leaving a toxic relationship, like really fucking celebrating that. I don't mean like throwing a party, but I mean, sitting your friend down being like, I'm fucking proud of you. Like, let's go get champagne or like, here's a bottle of wine for Mm -hmm. you. Like acknowledging those moments because like, we should be proud of them. A hundred percent. And that's, I try to do that as well. When particularly for me, it's like, work related, like when my friends mm-hmm. get promoted or mm-hmm. when they move as well, they move in by themselves or whatever it is. I try to show up with something champagne something, or, a you know, something. just, or like, or send a message to your group chat and be like, Hey, we're so proud of tanks for her promotion or yeah, whatever it yeah. is. And just rally people around a little bit because it's not a big thing, but it sort of reprograms people a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And, and that stuff has a knock on effect. I also want to say, see, it's so stupid that I've had to qualify so much of this conversation because I thought it was going to get taken the wrong way. What I don't want is for people to think that this is an us versus them married versus single gals thing because it's fucking not at all. And we have to have nuanced conversations to move forward. This isn't about that at all. This is about female happiness and how it's talked about and perceived amongst women. 
And we're not saying to celebrate any of those things any less, by no, the way. Like, let's not take it all. back to the beginning of the conversation. We both want those things. For like, sure. We are not sitting here saying we're not aspiring to that. We don't want that. Like, we, we do still want those things. And I still am so happy to show up for my friends when they get engaged or when they have their first baby or whatever it is. I'm obsessed with my friends' babies. Yeah, like, same. You know, so it, that, it, this is not an us versus them thing no. at all. It's just, can we just celebrate everything on an equal level instead of holding some things on a higher pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. And there's still no one that we can, we would swap with. I've, I thought about it since our conversation on Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, except for like Casey Musgraves, but like, yeah, <laughs> who wouldn't swap with <laughs> Casey? Swap with Casey. Um, okay. This has been an amazing conversation. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for My having favorite me. Travel buddy. We, we were, we also talked about like, we're never going to stop doing this. We know, we know that we won't change. Even when we do get in those marriages and kids and everything, like we're going to keep, keep doing this. We were, Oh, I know what note I want to end on. So we were at this concert on, on Saturday night and there was two couples in front of us and you guys, they were having the time of their lives. I don't want to try to say how old I think they were because I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but they were maybe like 10, 15 years older than us. They were having the fucking time of their life. They were, I was like watching them almost as much as I was watching the concert. They were like making out, touching each other's butts, getting shots, (laughs) like having the best time. Like they were all dressed up and we were both like, wow, that's amazing. And, and oh my God, fuck. Yeah. I remembered it. I remembered what I want to tell you guys. And so when you see stuff like that, do not think I'm jealous of that because you don't know their fucking lives. You don't know what they've done yeah. and, and who, where they've had to go to get to this point. You're seeing a fucking snapshot in time. But what you can do is say, that looks amazing. I want to call that energy into my life or like that aspect of their relationship. I know I want to have in my relationship. And that's exactly what I think both me and Cam did. We were both like, I know that I want to have that much fun when Mm -hmm. I'm with my partner. Like that is so cool. So you have to turn it and flip it and not make everything a race and not make everything comparative and just, and feel warm in your heart. Like I felt joy for them when I, when we were watching them. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think you can healthily it's like picking up shells on a beach. You can like healthily gather things when you go through life and pull those things. Exactly. And to those two couples, you guys are awesome. We had the best time. You cracked the code. You cracked the code. You guys are awesome. We love you. (laughs) Um, so guys, that was, Oh, it's good to be back. I love you all so much. Camilla. Thanks for being here. We love you. Thanks for having me a guest again. And I will see, I will see you guys on Wednesday for the live show. That's, that's all for now. Bye.